Baddies, Beasties and a Sprinkling of Crumbs by Tracy Corduroy Narrated by Lucy Simons Chapter 1 Martha, Otto and Scarlet Crumb were rather unusual children. Martha was almost eleven and the eldest Crumb. She had pale skin, chewed fingernails and mousy brown hair which she wore in limp bunches. And she was a complete worrywart. She worried about everything, from germs and fires to floods and plagues. She worried about forgetting to do her homework, even though she always remembered, and sometimes she even worried about worrying. But most of all, Martha worried about bad things happening to her family. To make life sort of safe, Martha did wobbly handstands and cartwheels for luck, and made funny little creatures out of fluff. She hoped that these lucky fluffles would protect her family from bad things and bad people, even wicked goblins with pointy ears who could pop out of plug holes when you were least expecting them. She also wrote down happy words in her happy words book to calm her nerves in particularly anxious moments. Otto Crumb was nine. He was a skinny boy with white blonde hair which had once been cut into a neat page boy style, but had long since grown out. He had large, pale blue eyes and very fair skin like Martha. Otto was a huge fan of TV detective Montague Plum. Even though Otto had seen every episode a hundred times or more, he never seemed to tire of watching them. Just like Plum, Otto carried around a solving crimes notebook, which he used to jot down the comings and goings of the street or sketch anyone who looked, in his eyes, a little bit dodgy. Scarlet the youngest of the crumbs, had just turned six and three quarters. She had curly red hair that did as it pleased, a burst of freckles across her nose and, on her last count, three wobbly teeth. Just like her hair, Scarlet did as she pleased. She was bold and fearless and a dab hand at karate. She ate peanut butter and jam sandwiches in the rain, growled through the letterbox of the postman, and she could pinch like a crab. The children's mother, Clarice, had died last year, so now they just lived with their father, Henrik. Henrik was a world-famous inventor. In the past, he'd invented many brilliant contraptions as well as some gadgets for the home. His inventions were dotted all around the house, and those that they couldn't find a space for were stored down in the cellar. The children had invented names for them all. There was Wilma, a window-cleaning robotic elephant that sneezed out jets of coloured foam, a blender, Tilly Twirl, that made any smoothie you wanted, and a remote-controlled dustpan and brush called Bertram and Bella May, who scuttled around sweeping up. But best of all was Rudolph. Rudolph wasn't much to look at, but he was a very useful invention indeed. His name stood for Relative Ultrasonic Displacement of Location Frame. In other words, he was a magic hole, Rudolph had a bright blue fluorescent frame which allowed him to be folded up without getting lost. But when he was opened out, Rudolph formed a perfect circle like a giant frisbee. Then when Rudolph was slapped on a wall, he made the bricks vanish, creating a magic hole to climb through. Rudolph made holes in other things too. Fridge doors for easy snacking, cupboards for unloading mugs and plates, and wardrobes for super quick tidying up. He could make holes in pretty much anything. Then there was Cogs, a clockwork cat that Henrik had made for Martha when she was a baby. In some ways, Cogs was just like any ordinary cat. 
He liked to be fussed over and tickled under his chin, and he spent a lot of time asleep. But he didn't look like an ordinary cat at all. Rather than having fur, he had cogs and springs. Cogs adored Martha, but strangers made him nervous. The crumbs lived in Lighthouse Lane, on the outskirts of Shark's Tooth Bay. The other houses in their street were painted ice cream colours, from shades of yellow to soft pastel pinks, and the gardens were all beautifully mowed and planted. Once upon a much happier time, the crumbs house had been painted a cool mint green. But now the paint was peeling off, and the garden was as overgrown as Otto's hair. In the past, Henrik would have dealt with these things, but this year he hadn't been himself. Henrik had always looked muddly. He'd always worn odd socks, and his shirts and waistcoats had never quite matched his trousers. But since